Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Today's podcast is going to be on instant gratification versus delayed gratification. And as usual, I'm going to start the podcast off with a quote. Even a happy life cannot be without a measure of darkness. And the word happy will lose its meaning if it were not balanced by sadness. It is far better to take things as they come along with patience and equanimity. That quote is by Carl Jung. What is gratification? If you type gratification into Google, you know how we always do, and pull up definition, the answer that will come back is pleasure, especially when gained from the satisfaction of desire. So gratis, gratif, I'm sorry, gratification, <laughs> excuse me, I'm tongue-tied tonight. Gratification can have many forms. So physical, mental, and emotional. And some things that you embark on, it will cover all three spectrums. For instance, something that I do personally um, that relates to this is I fast. And I usually fast between 16 to 20 hours a day. Sometimes it's a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. Um, No less than 14, usually no more than 24. Um, But fasting really plays a part on your mind because, you know, there's some days are easier than others. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. So my body physically, you know, is telling me to eat, you know, mentally, I'm saying I'm hungry, hungry, hungry. And then emotionally, I get hangry, you know, we've all been hangry. So, you know, I got those forces all working against me. And I'm looking at this timer on my phone. And it's not even close to 16 hours. Like usually when those days happen, you know, that that hits around like 10 or eight hours. So I still got a ways to go before I can even, you know, think about eating. And then when I break my fast, I kind of got to pump my brakes because now that I have broken my fast, like my body's like, oh, now I can eat whatever I want. I could just go ham. But that's not the case because that would just totally disregard the point of me fasting in the first place. So I just got to keep that in mind. But that's the the biggest example that I could think right now that kind of encompasses the physical, mental and the emotional aspect of, you know, this whole gratification process. So what are the causes of instant gratification? Well, a desire to avoid delay. So when you want things now rather than later you know that's just basically sums up being impatient uncertainty you know why am i doing this you know if that's why i keep a tracker on my phone because i'm not uncertain about how long i've been fasting or how much time i have left until i can break my fast i'm certain about how much time i'm gonna fast i'm not uncertain about how much time i have left so or when i can break my fast so i'm very clear on the goals that i've set going into the fast and coming out of the fast um age that uh, that's like you know i'm old so why not or i'm young i'm gonna have tomorrow and stuff like that that's more like a long-term 
goal setting kind of thing, like with money or opportunities or stuff like that. You know, sometimes us young people, we think that we'll always have tomorrow and, you know, we'll put opportunities off or something that we want to do off. And sometimes the older generation feels like they won't have tomorrow. So they don't do it or for whatever reason, but sometimes age can play a, a big factor in gratification, the denial or acceptance of, you know, that gratification, your imagination. Now your imagination can be your biggest friend or your greatest enemy. Um, this is why in a large part, you have to have your mind made up on whatever you're gonna do, because your imagination can make things seem a whole lot worse or they can make things seem better. But there are times when your imagination is gonna play tricks on you or you know, it's just gonna go far left or far right and you're gonna have to bring your imagination back in. Cognitive capacity. Do you have the cognitive capacity to do what you're setting out to do? Like, do you have the willpower? Do you have the motivation? Because, you know, if you're not aligned mentally, physically, and spiritually, like I always talk about, towards your goal, it's going to be hard to accomplish. I'm not going to say impossible, but it's going to be difficult. Kind of like with fasting. Since I brought that example up, we'll just roll with that today. But with fasting, um, my body may be willing, you know, but mentally I may not be in the game. And then my emotions factor into it. And then that's going to make it that much harder to fight the urges and the cravings that my physically my physical body is you know producing so you gotta have your cognitive capacity in the right space poverty now poverty i think that is more long-term goal setting as well like when people are in a poverty stricken area you know sometimes you'll hear them say like fast money's better than no money and you know it's it's just the whole mindset of i want to get it now as opposed to like, I'm gonna work for it and, and get it later, or I might not have it, but somebody else behind me is gonna have it. So anything you get fast or, you know, in a hurry is gonna leave in a hurry. You know, my grandfather used to always tell me, easy come, easy go. So it wasn't hard for me to choose which way I wanted to go because after I obtained something, I didn't want it to be easy to go. You know, I worked so hard for it, I wanted to keep it. Not to say that I was in poverty, but I understand, I've been in situations to where I can understand that, you know, fast money is better than no money. You know, I'm sure we've all been there. And that kind of goes into the next point, impulsiveness. Impulsiveness is just a readiness to act. You know, not, not thinking, just jumping straight into it, not worrying about the repercussions or or anything that comes with the decision you make. Um, that That is one of the main properties, I would say, about that are a part of instant gratification. It's just being impulsive. You're not thinking about the future or the results of, of what you're doing. Emotional regulation. If you do not get your emotions in check, your emotions will check you. If you don't run your emotions, your emotions will run you. You have to have your emotions in check because your emotions is, is like a domino. Like a lot of these things tie into one another. So your emotions 
can have you thinking crazy things, hyping up your imagination, and then your imagination can cause you to be impulsive. So now you're down the slippery slope and then you do something for instant gratification and then that puts you down a further slippery slope and then that can put your goal backwards. That can put the timeline for something you may want to do off for a few weeks, months, years. So it's it's a domino effect that we have to kind of watch out for and make sure that we're not flicking that little domino and setting a course for our own destruction. Mood. Mood ties into emotional regulation because our emotions in large part dictate our moods. And then anticipation. Anticipation can easily be put into emotional regulation and imagination because those are the things that kind of build up your anticipation that make you kind of, you know, on the edge of your seat because you want it now, you want it now instead of, you know, like it kind of that syndrome, like you order something from Amazon and it, and normally your week flies by, but it's Saturday and it says it's not going to get here until Wednesday. So now it seems like every day is running extremely slow because you're anticipating getting your package, whatever it may be. So how do we, you know, work through instant gratification to make it to delayed gratification? Like, how do we how do we get past that instant gratification, that impulsiveness? Well, I say it's patience. You know, we got to practice patience. And that is not one of my strong points. That's something I work on daily. But patience is the key to getting to that delayed gratification. Because in patience, we have our mind made up, our emotions set, our mental capacity. You know, everything is working together that we just mentioned on the previous list for us instead of against us. And we can bundle that all up under the umbrella of patience and just use that to work for us instead of against us. Patience is looking out far ahead of yourself instead of just looking in front of yourself or like right down the street. You want to be looking like blocks ahead of yourself, you know, as far as the eye can see. And and patience allows you to do that. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. That's the definition that you get when you type it into Google. And that patience is what feeds your rationale and it allows you to deny those desires and impulsiveness towards instant gratification, which in the long run will help you move closer to your dreams. And there are also ways to fight instant gratification. You can find these online. Um, I found these eight steps or these little eight points on the IQ Matrix blog website. And the author of these eight steps that I found was Adam. I'm, I'm sorry if I pronounced his name wrong, but it's Sininsky. Um, step one is to know what you want. You know, create that goal and hold that goal always up in front of you. So for these steps, I'm going to use the example of Marine Corps boot camp because this is the most applicable applicable to this portion um so know what you want i knew that i wanted to become a marine that was it my mind was clear 100 percent clear on what i wanted to do and who i wanted to be and why i wanted to do it so i had no no issues with that whatsoever 
identify potential obstacles. In boot camp, there was a ton of obstacles, literally and physically. I mean, literally and metaphorically. You know, there was the obstacle of, you know, the actual obstacle course and all the training iterations and stuff we had boot camp. And then there was the other things like the, the possibility that I could get hurt. And then that was the obstacle I'd face or, you know, I'd fail something and maybe have to go back a cycle. Like those are all realities that I had to, you know, factor in my mind and consider them, but just identify them. I'm not saying they were going to stop me, but I was just being realistic. You know, sometimes it helps to be realistic for ourselves. Uh, build a strong support network. I had a very strong support network. My mom, my brothers, my grandma and my grandfather. I used to write letters to them. They would write letters back to me and you know they would, they would keep my head in the game and it, it was they were there for me. It was it was good. You know, I probably wouldn't have been able to make it without them. You know, the reason I was able to make some of the choices I made in my life at such an early age was because of them. And I'm thankful that I had that support network. So I can't say enough about having a strong support network. Set clear boundaries. I told myself, as I've told myself in a lot of other craziness that I put myself through, that I'm going to do it one time at 100%. Like, I'm not going to go through this training just halfway or half-hearted. I'm here now. You know, let's just get this done to the best of my ability one time so I never have to go back and I never have to do this again. Um, I carried that in with me in school um, and various trainings that I've been in. That's that's just the mentality that I have towards, you know, stuff that I face. Um, set, let's see where we at. Create awards. Create a reward system. Blah, blah, blah. Create a reward system. Um, the reward system for me so when you go to Marine Corps boot camp, it's broken up into three phases. So there's phase one, phase two, and phase three. Phase one are the guys that first got there. They're kind of still learning the game. You know, they, they, they're they running like chickens with their heads cut off. Phase two, you know, you're, you're not so new. You've been there for a little bit and you're starting to figure things out. You're starting to, to move and function as a team and things are a little bit better. And then phase three, you've been there the longest, you know what you're doing, you know what's expected of you, and you're polishing yourself up to become a Marine. So this reward system is already put in place because as you're going through the cycle, you get to see things from a different perspective. So when you're a week one recruit, you see the week two and the week three recruits you know, going through the cycle and how things are different, better or worse for them. And, you know, you want that. And then as you get closer and closer to being a phase three recruit, you know, the idea of graduation and being a Marine and getting out of boot camp gets closer and closer and starts repeating in your mind more and more. And if you're one of the unlucky few, you actually get to see or get a glimpse of you know marines graduating from paris island and that's a good feeling and a bad feeling at the same time because you know you're happy for them and you know that one day you're gonna be there 
but at the end of the day, they're going to go home to their families or to their units, and you're going to be stuck on Paris Island. But I mean, that reward system is there. You see it, and as long as you just focus on it, you know what you want, it's there for you all the time. And and you get closer and closer to it every day. Every every morning you wake up, you're one step closer to graduation. That's how I focused on it. Um, immediately distract yourself. The way I distracted myself was I was just present. You know, if we were at the rifle range, I was just focused on the rifle range. If we were marching, I was just focused on marching. If we were at the rappel tower, that's what I was doing. I was not I was not focused on graduating or how far off or how long I had to go or, you know, it, that stuff didn't matter. You know, I had to distract myself because Marine Corps boot camp is 13 weeks. And if you're in week one and you got 12 more weeks to go, I mean, just the thought of that would drive you insane. And plus, when you get there, you don't know what's going on. You don't know left from right. Like people are yelling, things are getting thrown. Like it's just all types of chaos. So you need that distraction. You need something to focus on that's, you know, further out there than or something immediately in front of you to focus on so that you stay preoccupied and that you just complete the task at hand. Um, focus on the big picture. The big picture, I want to become a Marine. Simple as that. Nothing else mattered. For those 13 weeks, that was the only thing that mattered. Is this helping me or is this hindering me from being a Marine? You know, every evolution, every training evolution that we went through, you know, pass it with the best of my ability to try to pass it the first time around. You know, it, if I had to do it again, I had to do it again. But 100 times 100 percent one time was my motto so and the big picture was i was doing this in efforts to become a marine so it was simple as that and eliminate temptations i didn't really have a lot of temptations there and the temptations we did have you paid such a hefty price if you got caught i was not willing to take that risk so it was real easy for me to eliminate temptations not saying I didn't fall prey to some, you know, I got a lot of uh, funny stories of some of my platoon mates, but you know, you just gotta eliminate temptations. Just know what you want. The temptations, you can identify those as potential obstacles, those temptations, and then try to get them out the way in the very beginning. And then that'll help you overall in your process. So those are the eight steps right there. Know what, know what you want, identify potential obstacles, build a strong support network, set clear boundaries, create a reward system, immediately distract yourself, focus on the big picture, and eliminate temptations. And this can all be summed up. I guess the importance of this conversation or this podcast really comes down to the importance of building short-term goals. Because short-term goals like in building a short-term goal, you encompass or you include everything that we just talked about. So if your main goal is something you want to reach and it's high up there, let's say you're aiming for the stars, you know, you're aiming for the stars, your, your, your goals, like your like intermediate goals, because like you can have a, like a lifetime goal 
that's who you're aiming for the stars and then you have intermediate goals or like milestones that you want to hit along the way well you're gonna need a ladder to get up to the stars you know what i'm saying so the ladder is your intermediate goals but the rungs on that ladder or the steps that you take are your short-term goals like your short-term goals are the things that you do you know hourly daily weekly monthly yearly and they're the little things the little bricks that we talked about that you place every day that add up over time and become you know this monument to your success or your dream or your goal or whatever you've placed in front of you you getting to that destination so short-term goals are very important um in achieving our success if we want to obtain any type of success that we need to have short-term goals because again short-term goals are the steps on the ladder of success and they they help us daily by reminding us why we're here and what we're all doing it for So as always, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that today has in some way provided you with the motivation to push through yet another day. And as you go into the world to prosper and do great things, I want you to ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?